to adjust your devices. I have taken control of the airwaves. I am Lord Destructor, broadcasting from my secret lair. With my advanced technology, my army of robot warriors, and loyal mutant minions, I declare myself ruler of the world. Let any who could challenge my reign and lay claim to my empire do so now. Oh, good lord. Where am I? You have killed Lord Destructor. <laughs> what? What's going on? Lord Destructor is dead. All hail. What's your name, kid? Huh? Uh, my name's Mark. All hail Mark, Lord of the Supervillains. Lord of the what? Soldiers. Don't give yourselves to brutes. Men who despise you, enslave you, who regiment your lives, tell you what to do, what to think, or what to feel, who drill you, diet you, treat you like cattle, use you as cannon fodder. Don't give yourselves to these unnatural men, machine men, with machine minds and machine hearts. You are not machines. You are not cattle. You are men. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. All out of all. The greatest trick the devil ever pulled was convincing the world he didn't exist. What we've got here is failure to communicate. You can't handle the truth! I'm sorry, Dave. I'm afraid I can't do that. Hell no, you can't fight in here. This is the war room. Oh, I didn't get a harump out of that guy. Just a couple of harump. You ever dance with the devil? How about you, you crazy Dutch bastard? What's your favorite scary movie? You is what you feel. Take your stinking paws off me, you damn dirty ape! 60% of the time, it works. Every time. Would you give me a hand with the bags? Certainly. You take the blonde, or I'll take the one in the face. Go ahead. Make my day. Warriors! Come out to play! Everyone in this room is now dumber for having one. I award you no points, and may God have mercy on your soul. Forget it, Jake. It's Chinatown. Welcome to the secret lair, Master. I am your manservant, Drudge. Look, this is all a mistake. I am no supervillain. I'm a nice guy. Ask anybody. The late Lord Destructor may disagree with you. That was an accident. How did you, um, dispatch of the Great Lord, may I ask? Okay, well, this may sound a little strange, but I was on a war rocket near the edge of Mongo space when I accidentally ate a deep-fried time chicken which knocked me through time and space and maybe even into another dimension. I'm going to have to look into that one. I landed here and kind of, well, you know, 
smushing your boss. And now you are the boss, master. Don't call me that. Don't call you what, master? That. Don't say master. Yes, master. No, I'm not your master. Of course, master. Don't call me master, as you wish, master. You have to call me master, don't you? Yes, master. <sighs> Can we just move on? So, uh, what happens now? Now you take control of the Lord's secret lair. State your supervillain name to take control of the lair. I don't have a supervillain name. Uh, I'm not a villain. I'm just Mark. I'm an eclectic dyslexic, an uber nerd who likes movies and comics. Supervillain name confirmed. Welcome, Mark, the eclectic dyslexic. <sighs> well, it could have been worse. I could have been uber nerd. Lord Mark, the eclectic dyslexic. Welcome to your secret lair. Look, I don't need a secret- Wow. This place is sweet. Look at all these monitors! Yes, you have complete access to all information on Earth. All the power to rule the world is yours. Do you get HBO? No, that would cost extra. Still, I bet you have a very nice video library. With all due respect, Master, I believe you're missing the point. All of this equipment is set up so your will can take control of the entire- DUDE! Creature from the Black Lagoon, we are so watching this! I- I beg your pardon? It's the Creature from the Black Lagoon! This movie's a classic! Uh, if you want creatures, I've- I've got an entire room back here that's- No, not a creature, this is THE creature. This is- one of the original Universal Monsters. It's one of my favorite classic horror movies. What's a movie? What's a... Yeah. Have you never seen a movie before? No, Master. Uh, my life is not one of entertainment. Oh, dude, we are so watching this. Come, come over. We're gonna, we're gonna sit down and we're gonna watch this right now. So how does one watch a movie? Well, we can start with a synopsis. What's a synopsis? Well, it's like a little breakdown of what the movie's about. Kind of like the mugshots of the movie. Yeah, okay, we'll go with that. Mugshots. Turn to the right! deep, deep waters of the Amazon, a throwback to a creature that had existed a hundred million years ago, immensely strong and destructive. A woman's beauty, the bait that brought it out of its lair. See underwater thrills never photographed before. See titanic underwater battles never dreamed of before in this most terrifying of the science fiction adventures. <laughs> Creature from the Black Lagoon, directed by Jack Arnold. It stars Richard Carlson as David Reed, 
Julie Adams as Kay Lawrence. A scientific expedition searching for fossils along the Amazon River discovers a prehistoric gill man in the legendary Black Lagoon. The explorers capture the mysterious creature, but it breaks free. The gill man returns to kidnap the lovely Kay, who is the fiancé of David. The creature from the Black Lagoon starts at the beginning. And I mean the beginning. Genesis. It starts with the formation of the universe, our planet, and all life on it. We then fast forward about 15 million years, where we meet the heroes of our story. We're introduced to Professor Carl Maya, who's on an expedition. He finds a fossilized hand in the rock and realizes this is the biggest discovery in paleontology. The professor takes this fossilized hand to show to some colleagues. This would be David and Kay. They decide to take the hand to a lab to have further research done on it. This is where we're also introduced to Mark. Mark is the financial backer of these expeditions. And they realize what they found is unlike anything else in history. It's amphibian, fossilized hand, but it almost looks human. They decide to take an expedition back to the Amazon because they believe they can find the rest of the skeleton. And this would be the find of the millennium. The only problem being is, this long-dead creature that they're looking for? Turns out it's not that long-dead after all. And the people they left behind to watch over the camp, the creature takes them out. This is where monsters killing campers began, people. All started right here, in the Black Lagoon. New people show up, and they find the camp completely destroyed. But this doesn't dissuade them. They decide to keep going because they know it's important to find the rest of that skeleton. And they try for days, digging up the earth, but they cannot find this skeleton. Mark is considering this a failure. David suggests that maybe the rest of the skeleton washed away when the earth was shifting, and may have wound up in the nearby lagoon that the locals call the Black Lagoon. So when they get to the Black Lagoon, and they start exploring underneath the water, searching for rocks, they're searching for plants, they're searching for anything that might give them clues to where to look next. At this moment is when you get your first real look at the creature. This was what I consider an actual jump scare, because I was completely not expecting it. And when it popped up, yeah, it scared me. The others take their samples back to the boat, but Kay decides she wants to go for a swim anyway. Why should the boys have all the fun, right? This point gets very tense because she's swimming through the top of the water and doesn't realize that the creature is swimming right underneath her. It's very suspenseful because he is right there and she has no idea about it. Comes to a moment I call creature counting coup because he swims right up to her touches her feet and swims away. They get Kay back into the boat, but then something gets caught in their net. 
and it starts pulling this huge boat down with it. The boat's rocking. It looks like it's about to capsize. It actually breaks the mast that the net is attached to. Finally, when they get that net pulled up, it is torn to shreds. It's at this point they start to realize that this creature they're looking for may not be dead. So Mark and David decide to go back into the water to try and get proof. David takes a camera. Mark takes a spear gun. They're thinking it's just completely polar opposite. David wants to preserve the creature. He wants to get evidence that it exists, but he doesn't want to hurt it. Mark sees dollar signs, and he wants to kill the creature and take it back as an exhibit. They get under the water and start looking for it, and they see the creature. They actually see it for the first time. David tries to get a picture of it with a huge underwater camera. Mark actually shoots it in the lower back with the harpoon gun, but the creature gets away. This really doesn't sit too well with the creature. That evening, he comes back. He gets on the boat, he grabs one of the crew and takes him out. The people on the boat, they decide to try a new tactic in order to capture the creature. They decide to poison the water. These are our heroes, ladies and gentlemen. Okay, in all fairness, it's not a deadly poison. It's a natural poison in order to knock out the creature. Fortunately, this doesn't work right away. Nighttime comes along. The creature decides to pay them another visit. He gets up onto the boat. It's when Kay notices him. Everyone turns to see the creature, and there's a lantern right there. This is how we find out the creature is actually afraid of light. and It knocks the lantern over and dives back into the water. Now David and Mark realize he's now swimming right into that poison water. So this is the best chance they have to go after him. Dave and Mark swim after him, dive down to where they saw he disappeared, and then they find the creature's secret lair. Yeah, kind of a theme here. He's got this big underwater cave that can connect to other points throughout the land. So while they're exploring the cave, the creature uses one of these tunnels to get in around them. Kay and one of the crew members are waiting on the shore with the lifeboat. That's when the creature comes out and attacks them, kills the crew member, picks up Kay, and that's when the drug sets in. He takes a, maybe one step, falls down onto his knees, and just falls over. David runs over to check on Kay. Mark, you gotta like his style. The creature's down, he runs over, and says, we got you, then picks up the gun and starts beating the creature over the head with the butt. Dave's just like, whoa, man, we already got it. Just put a net on it. So they fill one of the holes in their ship with water and cover it with this bamboo cage door that they've created. They decided to, they're going to go ahead and take the creature back with them for study. Mark wants to go right away. David says, we haven't finished our job here yet. Another doctor they have with them is Dr. Thompson, and he takes first turn with of guarding the creature. That night, uh, Kay can't sleep. You'd think she can't sleep because there's a monster on the ship, but no, she's having emotional troubles 
because she's in love with David and Mark's in love with her. So she and Dr. Thompson sit down and talk about this while the creature breaks out of his cage. I gotta say, this next scene, definitely a reason to watch this movie. The creature busts out of the cage, starts going after Dr. Thompson. Thompson remembers it's afraid of light and grabs a nearby lantern and tries to shoo it away. This scares the creature for a moment, but then he just pushes forward and grabs Dr. Thompson by the face. He's crushing his face, so Thompson takes that lantern and smashes it over the creature's head. The creature catches fire. It is a phenomenal scene. He freaks out and jumps into the lagoon. Thompson is down, his face has been crushed, and the fire got on him as well. Thompson is down. He's hurt. Those of you keeping scores, the two people left at camp, dead. Two crew members, dead. Dr. Thompson, wounded. At this point, we get another one of my favorite scenes in this movie. David is upset about everything that's happened so far. He just wants to get out of there. Everyone seems to agree except Mark. Mark still wants to capture or kill this creature. He keeps saying, I'm in charge. You're going to do what I say. David turns to the captain of the boat and says, let's just get out of here. Captain agrees. He starts walking forward. Mark grabs him by the collar and says, I'm in charge here. And the captain, with a huge smile on his face, takes out a knife and just puts it up right up under his chin and says, No. At sea, the Capitan is in charge. So they decide to take off. You think that's the end of it. But the creature ain't having it. He blocks the only exit out of the lagoon. He throws debris in front of it. They are trapped there. The creature is thinking. The creature is angry. The creature wants these people done. And this is actually a very smart trap for the creature. Because not only does he block the ship from leaving, he knows the only way they can unblock it is somebody's got to get down in the water and get it cleared out. That's where he lives. They know they have to do something to get an advantage over the creature if they are going to go into the water and get that debris clear. So they get the idea to take the last of that sedative poison that they dumped into the water and put it in an air gun. So when the creature gets close, they can just spray it right in the face, knock him out. It's a more concentrated punch the drug rather than just letting it spread out in the water overnight. While they're getting this ready, Dr. Thompson is laying in bed, his face completely bandaged. He can barely move. He can't talk, and the creature's hand comes in through the portal window, and he sees it, and it's coming for him, and he can't say a word. It is so disturbing. Finally, he makes enough noise, just grunting and trying to move, that Kay notices the arm coming in the window. She screams, alerts everybody. It was a quick scene, but oh so worth it. 
David and Mark, they're still arguing. David's saying, I'm going to go clear it. Mark says, no, I'll go with you. David says, no, you're not going with me because you're just going to try to get the creature. Mark, he does have a solid argument, though. He says, let me be the bait. Let, let it come after me while you get the boat clear. David's still not having it, though. He's just like, no, all you want is to get this creature. You want to kill it. You want to put our lives in danger trying to do that. I'm not having it. So they actually get into a fist fight on the boat to decide who goes into the water. They're fighting in the same room that Dr. Thompson is recovering in. So he's stuck there in the bandages watching this. He can't do anything. The world has just gone crazy in his mind. David gets the upper hand, knocks him out. It takes off to go after the the debris to get them clear. So David is under the water. He's trying to get the cable around this debris so they can pull it out of there. While he's working on that, a spear shoots through the water past his head. And he turns around and there's Mark with the spear gun. He's like, don't I have enough problems? Now Mark's trying to kill me too. But Mark starts frantically pointing past him. Right, David turns around. He sees Mark was shooting at the creature. Mark, true to his word, takes off and lets the creature chase him. While David continues to work on that debris. He finally gets the cord around there. So they can get in there and get that debris pulled out of there. Another great scene in this movie. And so difficult to shoot because it's all done underwater. The creature is coming after Mark. Mark is swimming upwards towards the surface. The creature comes up on him swimming downward towards the bottom. As he goes, as they are in these opposite positions... The creature grabs Mark's leg and just starts dragging him down into the depths. Mark is flailing, he's, he's fighting, he's trying to get away, and the creature just has him and pulls him all the way down to the bottom of the lagoon, where they get into a huge fight. He chases the creature off, but it's too late. Mark is dead and has this wonderful shot of him doing a dead man float straight up to the surface of the lagoon. They've got everything they need now. They're going to clear that debris out, finally get out of there. They're pulling it out, they're working on it, being very methodical, making sure they don't damage the boat, making sure they can get enough space to get out of there. And while they're working... The creature works his way back onto the boat and in front of everybody runs up, grabs Kay, and just dives into the water. It's like So David takes off after the creature, follows him back to his lair. And again we see how smart the creature actually is. He lays Kay down on a rock in the middle of his, his lair. David runs up to her puts the spear gun down, tries to revive her. While he's working with Kay, the creature pops up out of the water behind him. First thing he does, grabs the spear gun 
and smashes it. At this point, David picks up a rock, throws it against the creature, bounces off, does nothing. Creature grabs David. David pulls a knife out, jams it into the neck of the creature. This makes the creature mad. He picks up David over his head and is going to slam him down on the rocks. Just then, the rest of the crew shows up with rifles, and they shoot the creature six times, point blank, with rifles. And he just walks off. They didn't kill the creature with six shots. The creature walks out into the water, starts swimming away. They're going to take another shot at it. David says, no, it's over. Let it go. The very last scene of the movie, we see the creature floating out in the water, presumably dead. So, Drudge, what you think of your first movie? It was an experience. Good day. Whoa, 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 where are you going? The uh, movie is over, is it not? Yeah, but watching a movie with a friend is not just about watching the movie. I mean, there's so much more. What more is there than just watching the movie? Talking about the movie. Breaking it down. What you got out of it. What you enjoyed. What you took away from it. So it's a, a beat down of everything we just witnessed. Yeah, kind of. Super Villain Beatdown. Can't you just say the creature is from prehistoric period without having to actually show the creation of the universe? If a fossilized hand is really the greatest discovery, then why did they even need to go back to find the rest of the skeleton? They had one scientist take a look at a fossilized hand, realize this creature, the most powerful creature that's ever walked the earth, just by looking at some bones. I think this is where they got the idea for the show, Bones. Some stock footage seems more dangerous than other stock footage. According to the captain of the boat they took, every creature in the Amazon is a gigantic mutant killer. So the Gilman really shouldn't have been that much of a surprise. If they wish to keep the woman safe, why do they tell her to wait in the jungle? No reason to see what kind of fish are swimming in the lagoon. I'm sure it's perfectly safe just to dive right in. Why is it Carl was wanting the unmarried couple to live together? Because he was a very progressive thinking man. Why is it David did not mourn the death of four Spanish men, but was lamenting over the wounding of one white man? Because David is not a forward-thinking person. The creature learned picture-avoiding tips directly from Bigfoot. The creature is good at picking up women and walking away with them. It's okay. We can all relax, even for a moment. I'm still not sure why environmentalists are poisoning a lake. We set him on fire, beat him with a rock, stabbed him in the neck, and shot him six times. But no more. That would just be cruel. I feel bad that the creature died. Don't worry. The creature will return. And he will walk among us. Rogue's Gallery. I'm going to invite you to a show. But first, allow me to destroy your gallery. It's crap! So in the Rogue's Gallery, I like to do a little breakdown of the villains of the movie. Find out what made them so compelling. Now, right off the bat, the Gill Man is 
very unique at this point in history. We've had the Draculas and the Frankensteins and the Wolfmen, but as far as I'm aware, the Gillman is the first time we had a full-bodied creature on film. He wore an entire suit to make it look like this is a creature that is completely not human. Again, to my knowledge, that had never been done to this point. Without creatures like the Gillman, then we wouldn't have movies like The Predator. So this was a very influential movie. But was the Gillman really the villain of the movie? As far as I can see, he's just defending his territory. It's the people that come in and start disturbing his home that has been his place for millions of years. And they're doing it for fame and fortune and notoriety. The Gillman is a creature, but he's not malevolent. Not by nature. He will attack to defend himself. He did try to kidnap the girl, but that is because he was enamored with her. He is a beast, so he cannot be held to the same conventions as a human. So really, it's hard to determine who actually is the true villain of the creature of the Black Lagoon. Though, the, the Gillman is the monster, and he did wind up killing a great many people. So, with that, the first portrait going into the rogues gallery is the Gillman. As the man once said, you either die a hero, or you live long enough to see yourself become the villain. When life gives you the tools to be the bad guy, it's important to try to be good. Make someone smile. Make someone laugh. Share your favorite movie with them. And if you need some shelter from the villains of your life, then make sure to join me back here, in the secret lair. This is Mark, the Eclectic Dyslexic, signing off.